Cinema. Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, a local metalhead, and with me is... Part of the Collector. What's up, everybody? I didn't do my joke. I was just going to be like, welcome to War with Cinema. This is Greg. And with me, <laughs> just throw you off. Yeah, because that's like... Yeah, you've done that every episode forever. Because I, uh, I, I want to drop the metal thing. I don't know why, but... Today we're doing Bad Santa. I told you you should go by the Beast, bro. No. GD Beast, man. I don't like it. What do you mean you don't like it? I don't like it. I'm getting that on a shirt for you. <laughs> you don't like it. Nah. Uh, Bad Santa, man. I feel like uh, Billy Bob was born to play this. Right. Because there um, wasn't much acting for him. <laughs> I feel like he's... He was very method. Yeah. <laughs> he went full method. This they month. just filmed him for like six months of his real life. <laughs> Um, so we did enter the month of Christmas. Do you have like a, you've come up with all the other tags. Do you have a, a tag for Christmas? I mean, there's, it's a working title, but I was thinking like, uh, the war with cinema Christmas, Christmas, um, Christmas month. We should make it super long. The super awesome, wonderful, wonderful merry, merry. Uh, joyful. Yeah. Dude, deck Snowy the halls of, Christmas oh. of war with, with war with cinema. <laughs> You have to like do it like a Star Wars tag when yes, you put the yes, titles where it's up. like scrolling text. Yes, that's perfect, bro. That's uh, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Um, I'm just gonna send you the video because like I'm not typing all that. I'll just I'll just send it to you. That's that's what we need. So I went first since you had the month of McCarthy, and I picked Bad Santa because this is my hands down favorite Christmas movie. I watch it every year. I don't know if I said it last week, but you were you were uh, you were you were a good sport. And you gave it a chance, and I appreciate that. Even yeah. though I think you were a little rough on her. Uh, I just realized she's not my brand of comedy. Yeah, and that's fine. You know, everybody's entitled to that. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you being a good sport. So yeah, you were in the first pick, dude. And you picked a good one. <laughs> yeah. This is a Christmas favorite. Not that I knew that it was a favorite. Mm -hmm. Does that sense? This movie in 2021 hits different. When you watch it, it does. It came out in 2003. It did. I did not realize it came out so I was long in high ago. school when this movie came out. Right. Uh, I don't even know when I came across this movie. I just, I remember watching it one day and laughing my ass off. And then I'm like, this is going in the Christmas rotation. And it has ever since. Fun fact, bro. I fucking love Billy Bob Thornton. Mm -hmm. He's, I think he's a very underrated actor. I think he's a weird motherfucker in general. Right. But I think he's a phenomenal actor. I think so too. Yeah. I Do mean, I, Sling Blade or. Exactly. Sling, Sling Blade, uh, fucking Bandits. Mm -hmm. He's great in that, dude. He's great in Armageddon. He's, he's a great actor. He literally could go all day with shit that he's been in that he he's solid. Yes. Solid performance. Fucking uh, the high school football movie, not Varsity Blues, the other one. Uh, Friday Night Lights. Yeah. I haven't seen it. I don't it, fuck but... with the TV show. I've never watched a single frame of that. <laughs> but the fucking movie. But it's not just Billy Bob Thornton. There's like a full oh, cast. Yeah, it's a full cast for sure. Uh, Bernie Mac is R.I.P. The fucking goat. Uh, yes. John Ritter. R.I.P. The goat, dude. Um, I feel really bad because I don't know the little guy's name, <laughs> but he's awesome too. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Uh, Lauren Graham. I love her. Oh yeah, she's good. Um, Tony Cox. Tony Cox. Yeah, I knew his name it was on the tip of my tongue. Tony Cox is a G. I love him from the first Friday. Yeah, he's great. God damn it, woman. Um. Yeah, just everybody. So, um, one thing I actually learned about this movie that I didn't know before is, you know, who originally came up with the idea of this movie? Walter Matthau. What? The Coen Brothers. <laughs> oh, the Coen Brothers actually came up with the idea, the script, and everything, and then they sent it off to like other people to kind of like, here's an idea that you guys can work on. So, 
It's probably why I like this movie so much. That's crazy that ideas they throw away are still fucking good movies. I, you know, I'm glad they did because I couldn't see them doing this movie. It would have like, it just wouldn't have it. been. It, it, it has like a special sense of magic. They to have it. they have their lane. Yeah, and they have their arena where they are the kings of that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you know what I'm talking about, like Fargo and just everything they do has their touch on it. Right. You know how we were talking about bands, like the best bands are bands that you can't put in a genre. Yeah. That's the Coen Brothers. Yeah, they're, they're t- that with movies. They're the tool of movie makers. Yes. <laughs> they really are. Well, I would say like the system of a down of, of movie makers. I fucking love them so much. Yeah. Wake up. <laughs> fucking never gets old, dude. Um, but it was written, written by Glenn and John, because I can't say the last names. And then uh, director is Tony Wigoff. Wigoff. Yep. So we went through all Great that. opening shot of him throwing up in the fucking alley. Bad Santa. Oh, right. Um, You know what's crazy? I always wondered how much of that was real alcohol. A lot of it. Really? From I heard from somebody that he this is when billy bob was in his low phase his like alcoholic phase yeah so there are scenes in this movie that he was legitimately fucked up on alcohol the i think it was when angelina left him i probably with brad pitt um remember when he was coming up the stairs like laying down on the stairs Mm -hmm. he legitimately passed out on the stairs and when it hit the top that's what woke him up that wasn't scripted that's that was billy that was billy bob thornton jesus so yeah Anyway, he just went full method with this movie. This is probably one of the few times, folks, where you're going to tune into an episode and like I'm almost positive that almost everybody that will listen to this has seen this movie. You think so? I think so. I mean, you know, it's it's, I'm not going to put it like Christmas vacation status, but like it's it's, better than Christmas vacation. You shut your fucking mouth. (laughs) You know what? You're going to make it. That's going to be your second pick. That's what it's going to be. You keep that shit up. Fucking love it. I'm so <laughs> torn between that and Die Hard to give you. Do not, do not give me a non-Christmas movie or this podcast is over. What are you talking about? Die Hard is one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. Shut up. <laughs> this shit makes me so fucking angry every time. That could Toby Plaza, bro. It's Christmas. So, Billy Bob Thornton, everyone, like you said, everyone knows this movie. He is an alcoholic Santa that robs He's malls. a bank robber. Oh, not a bank robber. He's a uh, safe cracker. Yeah. His and dad. I love that aspect of this movie. The parts where he's just fucked up, cracking safes open. Mm-hmm. Like, I realized that that was like one of my favorite parts of the movie today when I watched it, when he finally gets that safe that he says is uncrackable. Yeah. You feel like you did it. Exactly. Like, <laughs> and that's like. You know, because with a movie like this, he he knows that like he's being silly and he knows that he's just fucking being vulgar and all that. But that good actor's still in him. Yeah. Because he sells it. Like, you feel like he could really do that shit. Right. It does feel like he's going method. Like, that really is him. It's like half the time when he wasn't drinking, he was learning like how to fucking break into safes. Mm-hmm. And like, do you see the sling bait in him with that shit? Like, did I don't know if he won anything for that. But, I think he did, yeah. Yeah, he better have. Mm-hmm. But, um... I think he's very underrated, personally. Like you said, he's just a weird guy, so he sits in that limbo. Yeah. Like he's not a material, but he's like everyone's favorite. Like everyone loves Bill- Billy Bob. Mm. Fucking Monsters Ball. It's a good movie, right? Uh, but I love that Tony Cox is here for them to play off each other. Their chemistry is 
off the off the rails. Like I love their chemistry. I had so much fun watching this today that I'm gonna watch the second one tonight. Hell yeah. Yeah. Have you seen it? I did. And although it's not as because you said you liked the second one more than you did the first one, I think. No, it wasn't me. Oh. But anyway, I watched it and I'm like, this is still funny. It still keeps like the the essence of the movie. I just the spirit of the movie. That's what I say. When I saw the preview for it, I was like, all right, they brought him. They brought the kid back. Mm-hmm. They brought Tony Cox back. I'm like, that's pretty good. You don't yeah. need Santa's sister or whatever. She she's not like a key ingredient. Yeah. Um. But it was it was it's not as good as the first one. But I, I still know, had fun with it. You can't have Bernie Mac. You can't have John Ritter. You can't. Right. You know what I mean? There's a lot of that. Uh. Did they, did they bring Grandma back? Mm-mm. I love her too. She's great in that movie. If if they did, it was like a small part that I don't remember. Yeah. I haven't seen it in a few years. Well, even if she's still alive, she's an older lady. Yeah. So. Um, Flora she, Leachman. She probably passed away with everyone else. Don't say that because if she's alive, I'm gonna feel bad if you said that. <laughs> I'm not putting her in the ground before I she know, is, right? dog. Um. But anyways, uh, God, I hope it's not like what we found out with uh, Charles Grobin. Know, right? <laughs> like what the fuck. <laughs> Not that it's a good thing that people die, but like Bernie Mac and them have been gone for a couple of years. So I know. had to look up Tony Cox to make sure he's still alive. So. Yeah, he's still alive. I feel like I saw him in something recently. He was born in 1958. That's crazy long for like a little person to live. He's probably. I died. thought they died. Like, from what I've heard, they don't careful, live very long. Careful. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> that could go raw south real fast. Well, 250 of these little fuckers out here picketing. <laughs> alive for the movie that's not my personal opinion no uh, this movie cracks me up like every joke hits for me this is why i love this movie like there is not a wasted joke right. in this fucking movie for me um and like you said tony and, and billy have great chemistry yes and you almost like wonder if they were cool or not because it almost seems like some of the shit they say that's so fucking mean to each other is real yeah, yeah exactly like it's you not feel scripted that. like he's really tired of Billy Bob's shit at this point <laughs> and he's just like you stupid dick shit dumbass motherfucker and I'm right. like that can't have been in the script Mr. Nobody, Low Profile nobody writes that many vulgarities in a row on purpose yeah like you gotta have some of that off the cuff right Tony Cox is the best like some of I feel like some of his is ad lib like what he what he calls him uh Oh my God! What was the painter's name? Da Vinci. Da Vinci. Yeah. Would you call me small fry? I called you a guinea homo from the 15th century. <laughs> you got some lip on you, bitch. <laughs> on your wife's pussy last night. Why don't you that dust thing? that thing off? I love this fucking movie. I said, I unless cl- you got a fucking forklift handy, <laughs> I suggest you help. <laughs> I could quote this movie this whole podcast. That motherfucker uh, said, "Draw me a sketch of how I get him to the car." <laughs> It's physics, you asshole. I'm not being lazy. It's fucking physics, <laughs> dumb dick. <laughs> oh. Yes, there are still parts of this movie that are fucking hilarious. And what's dude. funny is you you told me you didn't really care for this movie. I'm going to be honest with you, man. And I still, to this day, like there's still parts of this movie that's kind of cringy. What parts? Like I don't like the fact that he's doing like taking advantage of this little kid. Who clearly has like, you know what I'm saying, a disability or something. No, he doesn't. He has all C's and a B. Do you think that? <laughs> or does he have in his classes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's terrible. Let me stop. That was awful. But uh, 
I'm just saying, like, his classes. And then, like, think about it, like, the grandma not being coherent. Yeah, like, she's definitely. There's worse. probably real kids out there that have that living situation. I guess, but he doesn't, like, he. He robs them and he wasn't going to go back. Until, but he does go back and they, they become friends. I know you're trying to paint a good part out of this, but I'm just saying, if you stop and think of the plot of this movie, Billy Bob Thornton is truly a piece of shit. Like, yeah, that's you know he's I mean? a bad Santa. It's not a bad Santa. He's a fucking, he's a degenerate. Like, I don't know. I'm just saying. Um, they don't try to paint him in any other light. Like, he has no redeeming qualities, and that's kind of the movie, is he grows to have those redeeming qualities. He grows as a person. That brings me to my next gripe about it, is that the end, when he says that he got a job teaching Arizona cops not how to shoot people and shit like that, you know? So I guess that's a good enough job as any. Like, I was thinking to myself, like, if they ever made a second one, they're going to ex- they're gonna tuck that shit completely out of it. Yeah. Like, there's no way they're going to use that storyline for shit. Right. But, um, I don't know. It's just little things. Like I said, it's still funny and everything. And when he beats the shit out of the kids that are bullying him, I like that, you know, because mm-hmm. like I said, he has, he has some redeeming qualities of right. the character. But it was kind of like that in the line when, when Marcus is about to kill him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, I'm not taking me out. I get that part. If they would have just left that line. Right there. No, I like the other bit. Like, I don't, what do you guys need all that shit for? You, bro, you didn't care about anything but drinking and fucking this whole time. Like, now all of a sudden you're this guy that cares about materialism? I see what you're saying, yeah. You know what I mean? It just kind of came out of left field for me. Yeah, it doesn't work as a character for him to say. It's yeah, like, you've just, been a piece of shit this whole movie, exactly, and yet I, now you give a shit? Right, I get that only you need money for fucking and, and drinking. Like, I get mm-hmm. that part of your character. But, like, yeah. what he's like, what do you need all that shit for? I was just kind of like, what? What? I see what right. you're saying. Like as his character, it doesn't make sense. But you know, I think I think that's when he you like wrap it up somehow. Well, I, I think I he had that. a turn. This is like he's going to get the elephant for the kid, so he's having a turning and point. I, and I get that. And you know, and, and I think it says another thing about it that he could have took both because he didn't. He's like, fuck, I can't remember because he's a fucking alcoholic. I fucking forgot. You know, and he could have took both because you're robbing these motherfuckers of yeah. all this money. Like, take both. I forgot which one, kid. So here's both. Yeah, but it's what most people would do, right? Yeah, but when you're not in your right mind, like you don't think like that. And I know you see the symbolism with he takes the pink elephant. <laughs> Did you have you ever thought about that? The pink I've never thought about that. Alcoholism and the pink elephant. Yeah, I never thought about that, but that makes complete sense. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I'm surprised. I fucking that's a fun fact I do that you did not. Dude. Yeah. I don't like I don't know a whole lot about alcoholism, so alcoholism. Even though I'm drinking. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Um, I felt like we had to have a drink when we talk about this movie. Yeah, we're just in the spirit yeah, of like, uh, Billy Bob Thornton. Dude, you watch that movie, and like, I wonder how many alcoholics that movie made. Because right. I saw that movie in high school. Still impressionable at that point. <laughs> Not that I went on like drinking menders after that, but like... I uh, just... I couldn't function like... Dude, there's no wonder point. how anybody could, bro. Right. It took him 20 minutes to jump out of the snowman outfit, turn off the alarm, all that good shit. And he had already killed a fucking sixer out there waiting mm-hmm. on him, dude. But whenever he wake, uh, like the alarm clock wakes him up and he starts throwing the bottles at it because he's so angry. I know that feeling, though. So because oh, he's like hung over worse. Than rage. He's just yeah. raging. And I I can relate to that on a certain level. I mean, we've all had one where we've tied one off and you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You wake up feel like, did I get hit by a fucking truck or something? Like, my head feels like it's in a fucking vice. 
but um but john ritter is great he's gold. his facial expressions yes when bernie Mac saying things like it's almost like it hurts him yeah 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 it's he does the lips it like it just makes me miss him so much. Like I said, that's why in 2021 this movie hits so much different. Mm-hmm. You and, have uh, some of like the best actors that have lived, like the best comedic actors that have lived in this movie. And uh, like I said, I saw this movie before I had kids when I was in high school, and now I have kids and stuff. So like I said, the the stuff with him and that, but like it's redeeming qualities that he does. But uh, I just didn't like the whole like. Now you got to stand against materialism. Like, where the fuck did that come from? You just from? won't let that go, will you? I, I'm sorry. I feel like it's the only thing that keeps it from being like an all time great Christmas movie. But it's sending a good message. Like, you eventually. Shouldn't. Like, but it, <laughs> I'm just saying it. Like, they didn't build up to it. You know what I mean? Nothing. It just kind of comes out of left field at you. I guess a part of me feels like it's a him building on his character, but it's not building on something specifically. So I see what you're saying. Yeah, just because of the fact that like it already shows you that with the kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? How he feels bad because of the kid. And, and you know what I mean? Right. Like you could have left it alone at that and it would have been perfect. But I don't know, man. I just thought like uh, his staying against materialism at the end is just kind of like, eh. I guess I liked the message more than I thought about it being like, didn't feel right with his character. Cause it does feel a little awkward when he says it. Right. But coming from him, um, I don't know. I always felt like that was one that was kind of like the studios. Like, look, we got to throw something in about that shit or, <laughs> They're going to be like, what the fuck is this movie about? You know, I guess. But he does make friends with the kid. And it, it that's why I like it as a Christmas story. It's like and he did right by the kid at the end, which is the main thing. And that's why I said it's really it's pointless to have it in there. I felt like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? The story about him being drunk all the time and being sloppy and he can barely crack safes now because he's fucked up all the time. You know, what kind of was my cringy point is. Uh, Laura Graham's character, why is she so like, I understand. Enamored with this fucking guy? Right. I understand yeah. the Santa fascination. I get that. But what the Billy Bob Thornton alcoholic part of it, like, why well, are you staying around? You're hot. Like, right. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Hot. And you're sticking around with this, like, alcoholic that doesn't have. That's what we together. call Billy has it in his contract that <laughs> his uh, love interest has to be a baddie. That was, I was thinking about that this time watching it. I just, like, I don't understand Laura Graham's fascination. Maybe she sees something in him. I saw something today that I hadn't seen, and I wasn't going to say anything, but I'm glad you brought it up because now I feel like I have to. Go for it. Um, That part where they're laying on the floor and he's about to, like, fuck her or whatever, and he yeah. bites her thong yeah. and all that. It pans out, and you see on her stomach, she's literally got saliva. Like, Billy Bob was really down there fucking getting down. Like, that wasn't acting. Like, he's real dealer. Fucking, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) Billy's really. Hey, I'm really going to lick you down here, so just uh, heads up. I hope you like that shit, because I know you heard from Angelina. I got that thing on me. Right. Hallie said that wasn't acting. You know what I mean? (laughs) But uh, her surprise face was actually the camera breaking into the room while they were getting down <laughs> and they just went. And it's a good scene because, you know, the kid gives him the wooden pickle. Yeah. And he's, you know, why is it brown? And it's the blood. And he cut himself, which is hilarious. I love that scene. He pours oh, when he screams. Every dad that, that does not necessarily liquor, but mm-hmm. uh, poor fucking rubbing alcohol, whatever. Oh, shit, son. I forgot to tell you. It's going to stay. Yeah, know? right. He's like trying to be. A good guy to this kid, but he knows that he's a piece of shit at the end of the day. Right. And I think that that's what makes this movie so good. Like, Well, I think he uh, knows that the kid's not 
all there. And he's like, are you I, fucking with me? That, that is by far the funniest. I, I bust out laughing every time. Sweet How him. do you drip me on my own head? Not onto your own head. Wait, wait what the? Are you fucking with me? <laughs> How much lettuce do you want on your sandwiches? I guess the normal. What? Are you fucking with me? What's <laughs> with you in the goddamn sandwich? What's you in the sandwiches? And the grandma, when she like, is she? Oh my god, she's passed on. <laughs> He's trying to listen to her heart, and she wakes up. Oh, let me make you some sandwiches. You know how you said the McCarthy throat punch had to go four times. They yeah, had to yeah. talk about the sandwiches four times. Yes, for it to be a joke. Right. You know what I'm saying? To be a, th- a running gag. Yeah, because the first time you hear it, it's like an off thing. Like, oh, I guess she just likes making sandwiches. But then they keep hammering home, and then it makes it fucking hilarious. That's right. Another, are you fucking with me? When they're playing checkers, <laughs> he won't go. <laughs> and then he takes like all of his pieces. <laughs> you little cheat son of a bitch. You want to play again? <laughs> Is it him in the second one? Yes, is it, it, the is, kid? it okay. is the same kid. Okay. He comes back. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. It's like, what's the And he's same awkward as fuck. I watched a behind the scenes and I understand why they picked the kid. Like, he really acts like that outside of the movie. Like, I don't think he's slow, but he's just young. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, it was cute watching Billy Bob Thornton kind of like give him pointers. He's yeah. like, when I say this... You're going to say that, and then I'm going to wink, and then you, like, turn around and walk away. That was cute. I liked yeah. it. Um, Whatchamacallit, it's a fun fact, not about this movie, but, you know, um, Modern Family. We both like that show. Mm-hmm. The kid, Luke, you know he's, like, an actual genius in real life? He plays such a dumb... I feel like I heard that somewhere, yeah. yeah he's such a dumb character on the show, but, like, he's, like, got genius-level IQ. Like, right. he was in college at, like, 14 type shit. Yeah, I feel like I heard that, yeah. And they asked him, like, he's like, I ain't gonna lie, sometimes it feels a little degrading, you know, because I'm not stupid. Like, I'm smart as shit. But that's, like, where the humor comes from. Right. He's like, but at the same time, like, I'm I'm making a good bit of money to do this, so he's yeah. like, I'm not too mad about it. Right. Like, you get over it. Um, I have a fun fact about that show. You know the girl, Ariel Winter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, apparently, she's super fucking hot. It's not, a, it's not, like, apparent, like, she is. Like, yeah. And it's shitty, because she was like... Yeah, but when she came of age, like yeah, yeah. she is gorgeous. I hate to be like that way. I feel, this like, we, I feel like we've talked she's, about this before. She's like my Hollywood crush. I have like a huge it. crush for Ariel Winter. So I get it. I hope she never hears this. Yeah, she, I, <laughs> let's hope not, because she'll put a restraining order on your ass yeah, right. before we ever meet her. <laughs> hey, you want to come to an interview? A hundred percent not. <laughs> That's a fucking big no. That's a huge hard no. no. Hard no. <laughs> Yeah, her lawyers call and tell her tell that she reclined. Yeah, yeah, declined hard. <laughs> there was a there's this meme online. It's fun. Like, it's one of my favorite memes. It's the uh, it's a school bus about to cross the tracks, but a train hits it out of the way. <laughs> and before the train hits, it says the worst thing a girl can say is no. The bottom one when it hits is you. <laughs> That's Ariel Winter. Like if I send like, hey, do you want to do an interview? She's gonna write back you. <laughs> Well, uh, the, uh, pivot, pivot, <laughs> I see you trying to pivot. I'm trying so hard. Uh, <laughs> the, um, how did that get on 
Modern Family. Like I said, the the guy, kid, like because you were saying that this kid's not like dumb, but like just acts dumb in the movie. Yeah, and that made me think of. Oh, okay. Luke I didn't know dumb. that. I didn't realize the connection yeah, of yeah. the two. You're gonna have to do a little switch switch. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I ain't cutting shit. I ain't cutting shit. The uh, the humor on this movie still hits. Because it's just so fucking vulgar. Right. And I love that it holds up in like 2021. I love when he's eating his fucking salad. And like, let me tell you something, man. Like I said, I don't know how much really acting he did in this. but That like, one feels real as fuck. That feels like they just like, had the cameras on. Exactly. I promise. Like it was his actual fucking lunch break. Yes. And the director was just like, hey, I want you to take you and the extra and go over there and ask Billy Bob to like, you know, whatever. And just see what he says. Like, he would just do that to him randomly yeah. whenever he was on set. Right. So like, all going back. back like, Billy Bob's definitely joke. drinking because, like, he's drank every day he's been here. Yeah, he so. hasn't stopped drinking since he's been here. He's eating a salad. He's trying to clean up before his next shoot. She go, ask him what Santa wants for Christmas. Oh, <laughs> fuck, I'm glad I love that scene because it's in the trailer. I remember it being in the trailer of the yeah. movie. Yeah, that was good, too. It still blows my mind. This came out in 2003. 2003. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think where I was even at. I was like 19. I was like, still a baby. You're not that much older than me. Mm-hmm. I was 19, so you're two years younger than me. So you were still in high school, 17. No, I was a freshman when this came out. Were you? Mm-hmm. Mm. Anyway. So, yeah. You were in high school. No, I wasn't. I was in Miami. No, I wasn't. Well, I, I mean, home. you might have dropped out or whatever. The oh, I hundred percent dropped out. But you were. That's why I'm doing this podcast and not. And <laughs> <laughs> not have a real job. Thank God that truancy officers failed miserably, bro. Because who would I? You want to hear a fucking story about that? I would love to hear a story about that. I was in the sixth grade, and my mom worked two jobs, and our aunt kind of like babysat us. It was all a dream. <laughs> Sorry. And uh, so uh, I had trouble going to school, right? Hated school. I've always hated school. And um, I missed so much school that one day I slept in, didn't go for the bus or whatever. And I just hear banging on my fucking door. And then I start hearing Gregory Durrance yelling through my house, a grown ass man that is not my father, Gregory Durrance. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I like get out of my bedroom. I go look at the front door and there's this police officer he's like are you gregory durance i'm like yeah no <laughs> no you don't live you here the, no i know right i was an idiot um he's like you need to you need to get ready and you you need to come with me i was like what the fuck is going on mm. so this dude i put on the put on clothes get in the fucking cop car he takes me to the truancy office where there's a bunch of fucking kids at desk. At it's mall. like it's like iss yeah but you know the bad kids Really bad kids. And I was like, so when you don't go to school, they just kind of show up at your house? That's kind of crazy. No, someone calls them. They don't do that anymore. No, my aunt called. and called school will call too, though. Probably. Like if the school notices that you're missing months at a time, month at a time, they'll they'll put a thing in Mm. with child services or whoever. You know, and just be like, hey, I mean, we think something's going on with this kid. Can y'all check in on him? Yeah. On their living situation. They don't do it as much anymore because people have made such a big, you know, deal about their rights and all this and mm-hmm. that. But 
Yeah, it was fucking crazy. I had to call my dad. I was too scared to call my mom, so I had to call my dad to come get me because I knew. Dude, that's like everybody who grew up in a broken home. That's like what they do. Yeah. When shit goes wrong, you call dad. Yeah. <laughs> but when like you need money, you call mom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dad, I'm in cuffs right now. Yeah. Say less. I'll be there. My dad's come and got me out of handcuffs a couple times. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I've never... That was the only time I had any interference with the cop, so... Uh, I mean, it was all dumb shit that, like... Are they? Isn't it all? Nah, but, like, this was, like, extra dumb shit. Like, <laughs> like stupid shit. Like, yeah. Stuff that was... I was a criminal mastermind. <laughs> like, I just, you know, just was wrong place, wrong thing type of deal. No, you were an idiot because you got caught. I never got caught, so... I got caught stealing basketballs from a college once. How do you fucking... Well, my buddy was a... Uh, you know, I ain't gonna say his name, but like, no, don't say his name. He was a uh, like a ball boy for this college. Okay, so whenever the balls are out and about, he goes and gets them, and puts them up. Okay, pretty much. He was like the, the if they need a little air, a little less air, <laughs> need a towel type of guy. Oh, I see. And he was kid, Bobby Boucher. Yeah, he was like 14, 15 years old. So for him, you know, this is a fucking dream thing, you know. Okay. So he invites me to come hang out with him one day. He's like, "Hey, I'm up here at the school." Uh, practice just got over with. I got the whole gym to myself so we can come shoot, play, whatever. I'm like, all right, dope. So I go up there. I get dropped off. I go out there. We play. Everything's cool. And he's like, he's like, you want to see the equipment room and all that shit? I'm like, yeah, why not? Fuck it. So I go in there, man. And I see all these fucking shorts and jerseys and like practice shit. And like, it's dumb shit, but like, it's cool looking. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like shit that you ain't supposed to have. Cause you don't go there. Right. So I told him, I'm like, yo, bro, I'm, I want some of this shit. Like, <laughs> I want to take some of these jerseys and, you know, balls and shit like that, you know. So he's like, well, neither one of us have a car because we're like 14. Yeah, you your know? kids. So we both grab like two balls each. Nice, brand new NCAA, you know, fucking good basketballs. You know what I mean? Like $80 to $100 basketballs. Right. We got one under each arm, and then we both got like two jerseys on. <laughs> and we're walking like through this campus, man, and we finally get out there. And uh, he calls his brother on a payphone. This is how long ago this was. And said, hey, uh, glad it was you this time. I know, right? Uh and uh, his brother backed it up to this fucking gate where they never used. And I was like, whatever. And uh, he opens his trunk of the car, and we're throwing the balls over the fence to him. And he's putting them in the trunk. And fucking campus security rolled up on us. And uh, he was skinny enough. He could, I could get under the gate, and he mm -hmm. got over there where his brother was. Well, my big ass got stuck. <laughs> And they grabbed me. You weren't big, though. You just recently got big. You've not always been big. I was thicker okay. than him. Like, he was like a fucking stick. Oh, and I, I was still a meaty kid. Oh, you know, okay. I was never like a tiny kid. So, yeah, they got my ass. And uh, I didn't snitch or nothing. But, like, they uh, they called my dad. And were like, he's banned from the fucking premises. Yeah. <laughs> All that good shit. But got some jerseys out of it, got some basketballs. Oh yeah, what happened to the basketballs? Um, they turns out they take inventory on that kind of shit, mm -hmm. and uh, he was let go immediately <laughs> of his job. How do they know it was him though? Who the fuck else would it have been? The I don't kid know. That counts the fucking balls. <laughs> hey, ball boy, we're missing some balls. You're fired. <laughs> it's some fucking jerseys. <laughs> I bet he was mad. <sighs> 
Yeah, so that's why that's that happened, and then I had another one. Yeah, where I wasn't even doing anything wrong, but it just looked like I was. So they called half the force in on that shit. <laughs> that's like that's another story for another time. But you know what bothers me about this movie, Bad Santa though, what is the lock breaking thing? Mm-hmm. Is like it doesn't feel real. You know what I mean? I don't think so. No, it doesn't. I don't feel like you can break safes like that. But <laughs> I, I don't know how to break a safe, so it's just my person. It's my perspective of. Him breaking the safe. I will say this: the first safe felt more real than the second one. Yeah, the second one, he's like fucking tapping it and shit, and, and it, it comes open, falls off. Yeah. yeah, I think it was more of a joke. Like right. it, it's uncrappable, and then he taps right. it and it comes open. So, well, I mean, he had fucking welded it, drilled it, fucking do- listened it, doctored it, doing everything he could. Well, I know, I know, listening is not a thing. Like you always see that in movies, but apparently, you can't listen for ticks. Like that's not a real thing. Damn. But um. She's either going to open for me or she's going to lock forever. <laughs> yeah, I like the movies like that where it's like the uncrackable safe. Yeah, but that's why it made so much sense whenever I heard the Coens initially wrote it because they always do that. It's a comedy slash crime movie. Like, oh, wait, that's their thing. So. I think their best movie to date is by far either Big Lebowski or Fargo. It's like goes hand in hand. I think. Big Lebowski is more of like a cult film. Cult. There's a whole quality. religion on it now. Right. And I follow it. Not really, but kind of. I'm kind of thinking about joining. Yeah, you should. It's so cool. It's kind of cultish, but like I got a buddy on TikTok. If, that's in it. if you're going to join any cult, I think the, the best one, the cult of yeah. dude is or the religion of dude is the best cult to follow. Yeah, don't call them a cult. They're not technically no. a cult. That's They're a religion. Just, I say cultish. Yeah. <laughs> um, But Fargo is like their... Creme de la creme. Like I there. love Fargo. Mm-hmm. Love it. But we all know my personal favorite, which we'll do in 2022 because... Man, this terror that bitch. No, they didn't do that one. They didn't? No. It feels like one of their It movies. does feel like a Coen Brothers movie. No, Burn After Reading. Oh, yeah. I like that movie. A lot of people it. don't, but I, I want to talk about it so bad yeah, yeah. because I think a lot of people like missed the point of It'll the movie. It'll be cool to see it again. Yeah, it's been a while since I've watched it. Right, I've I watch it like once a year. I the first time movie. I ever saw that movie was out of a fucking red box. Oh yeah, yeah. Everyone that sees it like it's a dumb movie, and I'm like, what's the point? It's a stupid movie. Stupid smart movie. No, it's not smart. Well, it's like it's a stupid it's, movie. It's a stupid movie, but it's like a play on like espionage and shit. I think it's like a satire on espionage. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about it whenever we get right. to it because I don't want to. Get too deep in it. We still yeah. got to talk about this movie. That's true. Um, Is there anything else? What What are some things you like about this movie? You talked about the things you didn't care for. Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, not that I and I'm, no, I went with it, but like I think it just kind of came naturally. We were talking about that. And that's really my only big, big gripe is the thing about materialism at the end. But there are certain, like he sells, like I said, like I don't know how much alcoholic he was at the time. Mm-hmm. But if he was going through things in life, like I'm sure it made it a lot easier to get fucked up. Like whenever he uh he he pissed himself, mm. I feel like that's like a a move he did, and Tony Cox like played on it, and they just happened to have the cameras on. Like I don't feel like that was in the script. I don't know. I hope it was. Yeah, that's still a grown man pissing his pants. I've heard stories, not of acting. Billy Bob Thornton, yeah. but just of other people. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. I love that that uh, Guns N' Roses made a video, music video that mm-hmm. they said they had to hold slash up. 
Like, there's a, literally a guy back there holding Slash up mm-hmm. so they could do that fucking video because he was so fucking drunk. Yeah, all those 80s hair bands. They those were guys just, were machines. Yeah. And they're all, most of them are still alive. That's the crazy thing. All right. There's got to be some method to the that. The fact madness. that Keith Richards is still alive is amazing. Right? He Tommy, looks like dude, a fuck. The fact that all four members of Motley Crue are alive. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ozzy Osbourne's still alive, bro. Yep. Those guys snorted piss and ants, and they're still alive. <laughs> that's a, bro. that's a, that's not real. What? Him sniffing the ants wasn't real. You think so? No, I I looked it up. It's not real. No. We were on so much fucking shit, man. <laughs> Thought they were ants. But yeah, it was pretty crazy that they're all alive. I didn't think about that. Like the Beatles are fucking dead, but all these '80s hair metal bands. Well, I mean, they, like they died naturally. One of them did. Yeah. And I know the other one was shot, but I'm just saying. Yeah, you didn't really have a choice in that. <laughs> the, the fucking hair metal band should have died from AIDS. I mean, that or the drugs. Yeah. Nikki, Nikki Six has overdosed, what, like five fucking times? Like <laughs> Every time he, like, he overdoses, gets clean, and writes an album. <laughs> I mean, what do you have at that point? Other right. than that, you know? I cannot listen to him. I no. mean, and then you think about people like uh, Les Stalin and shit, and... You know, the heroin got his ass, Yeah, hooked him, finished him, and he had a beautiful voice. Like, love Alice in Chains. Yeah, the goat of grunge. I know Nirvana gets all the credit, but Alice in Chains is the real grunge goat. It's up there. It's like a 50-50 because I love Stone Temple Pilots, too. They're pretty good, yeah. I just don't like Nirvana. I am. Yeah, I love that shit. But yeah, um... I love the dynamic between him and the kid. Like you said, their back and forth yeah, yeah. is fucking priceless. Um, I watched two different versions of this, dude. I watched the Batter Santa. Mm-hmm. And then what's I watched, the difference? Because I've only watched the Batter Santa for years. You know what's crazy, man? Is I watched the director's cut after that. Mm-hmm. And they cut it down. They Didn't took they? a lot of shit out of it. Really? I'm like, how is this the director's cut? And they cut three fucking scenes that I actually enjoy out of it. Which ones? Right after they pull the first burglary, right? Where you okay. see the guy from Mike and Molly, and then they hit it, and he's dressed as a snowman. They go to the bar afterwards, and mm-hmm. he's like, I'm done, Marcus. We got enough money off this last one. I'm going to Florida. Right. I'm doing all that. They cut that whole scene out. Are you serious? You're a fucking lightweight. I'm fucking 80 pounds, dick. Like, yeah, they, they I'm 92 cut, pounds, you dick. Yeah, they cut all that out. Fuck, That's not a good one to cut. That's... It, like, takes away because it just cuts yeah, to yeah, him yeah. in Florida. So there's no, like, you know what I mean? I mean, you get the gist of it. They hit the job, and then he went on the lamb. Yeah, but it takes away from the Cause he's, Marcus cause being sick of it. That, and and it takes away that good line where he's like, yeah, I'm done. And he's like, bullshit. You're going to go drink off your fucking ass. He goes, you're going to be begging me to call you by yeah, next Yeah, you're going to put your hat on so fast you're going to get hat burn. Yeah. And it plays into that because when he leaves the message to that time of year again, mm-hmm. see you in Phoenix. Right. And like I said, like, and it's funny because they're, it sets up their dynamic as a, it, I don't know, as a partnership. It lets you know he's over it, but yeah. they are still, they've been doing it for a while together. Yeah. So it's kind of like that I, is what's kept them together. Right. I think that, I don't think it's a good one they cut. Um, I was watching the scenes that were cut mm-hmm. that didn't appear in any of them. And I'm glad they cut them. There was one where uh, Billy Bob Thornton is in uh, Santa school and they're teaching them how to be a Santa. Oh, yeah. And he's like pulling a, a whiskey bottle out of his boot. you know boot and he drinks it. And I'm just like, I'm glad that's not in there. Yeah, that's, like that. that's weak. Yeah. 
Um, it's unnecessary. Yeah. And they did a lot of takes wherever, uh, when, you know, when the security guard stops him, he's like, pencil off for baggy. What you got in there? He's like, my dick, you want to see it? They did a lot of those takes. Yeah. And the one that they used, I'm glad because the other ones weren't that great. I mean, the other one they used is kind of like bland. Fuck you, you fucking asshole. Yeah. It's just like, almost had that job. Nice. Nice. Almost had that job. But, uh, yeah, they cut that out. They cut the, uh, which one? Like I said, there was two big scenes that they cut mm-hmm. out of it. That, I don't know. No. If I remember them, I'll say it. But. I like all the scenes. There's not, there's not a whole lot I would cut out. I mean, you could trim it, trim the fat, but I kind of like the scenes. They build on the character a little bit. Fun fact, the kid from Soul Plane is also the kid that Bernie Mac catches steal in that Xbox game. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that kid. It takes this fucking MP3 player. Right. I had one of those. Did you really? That, yeah, that was the first <laughs> MP3 player I ever had. And it came <laughs> on a fucking string and he wore it like a necklace. And it held like 25 songs on it. I remember the first MP3 player I bought. It wasn't like that. It like went around your wrist or, wrist or whatever, but... um. Oh, they had them like that too, yeah. Yeah, I got mine from Radio Shack, and it was like so expensive, and it held like almost it only hold like a CD, like you yeah, said. Nothing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it had like a hundred minutes of music on it, right? Like, you could put like a hundred minutes. I'm trying to pick all the like short songs I love. Yeah, two hundred and fifty six megabytes of fucking storage, which is nothing. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a fun that's a fun little part in it. Um. I, I love, love I love the thing where he where he gets caught fucking the fat chick. John Ritter catches him. Oh yeah, the yeah, fat yeah. Chick. <laughs> he ain't got shit right for a week. <laughs> Fuck you, Willie! I didn't shit right for a week. I love that they brought that back on her, yeah. and she is a big time actress. She is, yeah. Now you know, like mm-hmm. back then, I didn't recognize her as much, but like, yeah, she's she's yeah, gotten up there. Even the extras are fucking big timers in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the one scene that I always think about. Um, the advent calendar. Oh, whenever yeah. he, he oh, that's it what it was. They cut all that out. They cut the, the advent calendar. All that out of the uh, out of the director's cut. All of it. I like the advent calendar I because said, how is this even a thing? I said it's a candy court. Well, they can't all be winners, can they? <laughs> that I think about that all the time. Oh, this is a candy corn. <laughs> I don't know why. I just think about it. like whenever I get something that I don't like uh, in like my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my head, I'm like, oh, it's a candy corn. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of sucks. I'm glad they left it in the the one that I watched. Yeah, whatever you do, don't watch the director's cut because they cut a lot of good shit out of that part. And didn't add anything, I'm sure. <sighs> now I can't think of anything extra. It's almost like they cut it down to the meat and bones. It's like the opposite of a director's cut. I know. So, uh, we don't have much more to say on this. We kind of like touched said, on all the points. Yeah, and like I said, this is one of those movies that's just like, I almost feel like everybody that's going to listen to this has seen this movie. Right. It's not quite a Christmas classic, but it's almost there. It's, I just realized I like stoner comedy Christmas movies. Like, that's just my cup of tea. I hate the, I'm, I don't hate the classics, but, you know, I would just rather watch a funny Christmas movie. I don't know. Right. Well, I think, like, when you go lighthearted, it's the best, you know what I mean, for Christmas. Like if it's to each their own. I don't know, man. Like I love movies like Home Alone and Christmas Story and stuff. Home Alone one and two will always be goats of Christmas. 
but anything around that is just like stoner comedies. Like the next one I'm going to give you is yeah. my new favorite Christmas movie. It's a good one. It is a good one. Yeah. But I just I don't I don't think I love it like that yet. Right. But like Christmas Vacation has always been a favorite of mine. I love Surviving Christmas. I don't think I like Chevy Chase that much. Yeah, I don't I don't think you do either. I'm like the more that I watch his movies, I'm like I don't the one movie that I really liked him in was Caddyshack. Like yeah, the wise, but he's not a big in it. He's not. A he's not that big lot. in it, but it yeah. gives his like wise. Yeah. You know, I liked him in that. Um, I like Chevy, and I think it's because my dad like when I used to watch Fletch. Like he loved Fletch. Mm-hmm. We used to watch Fletch and uh, Funny Farm and uh, Spies Like Us. Like I watched him, but he just never became like my. Favorite comedian. Right. I don't know. Just everyone has their taste. And I I love the vacation movies. I'm not going to lie. Like mm-hmm. those, those are great. Yeah. Like, I did enjoy the original vacation when we did the vacation 2016. Mm-hmm. And then we watched the, I watched the original vacation. I re, I still enjoy that movie. It still holds up. It's got a good cast too. Yeah. But like, I love Christmas. I think Christmas I like more than the rest of them. Um, Grinch is another one. That's my favorite live action. Oh yeah. With Jim Carrey. That's a good one. Although I watched the cartoon one with Benedict Cumberbatch and I liked it too. Me and the kids. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. I said it. I said it the way I said it, Greg. <laughs> I, I heard it wasn't great. So, I mean, I it's have, cute. I have the Jim Carrey one. I don't need that one. I watched the one with, uh, I watched not, not a Grinch movie, but I watched that Anna Kendrick Christmas movie. Yeah. With Bill Hader. Right. It's okay. Ooh, uh, speaking of the one with um, oh Kurt Russell. Don't tell me anything because I want to see it. I've heard they made two of them. And I hear they're good. Okay, I won't say anything. You hate them? No, I don't hate them. You love them? I don't know. I guess you'll have to find out when you watch them. I am because like I love Kurt Russell. I'm a huge Kurt Russell fan. They're not great, but they're fun to watch. It's fun to see Kurt for. Russell as Santa. Yeah. And that's what I do for everyone. And that's what I'm looking for nowadays when I watch a Christmas movie. I just want to have a good time and like I'm with my kids. So Yeah, you watch the first Kurt Russell. I haven't seen the second one, so I can't speak on that one. But the first Kurt Russell Christmas movie, it's fun. It's just fun. That's what I'm saying. That's what yeah. I want. I love the Santa Clauses with Tim Allen. I yeah. think those are good movies. They so. are, until you get to the third one. Yeah, the third one. And I love Martin Short, too. Mm-hmm. I think he's a great actor. But it, it was a little miss. On yeah. my part, there's definitely a cash grab at that point. Like you already were making enough from Buzz Lightyear, dog. You didn't have to do him like that. <laughs> you didn't have to hit him for a third, right? Santa Claus movie. So, uh, is this gonna make it into your Christmas rotation from now on, or are you still like eh? probably just because certain things have left the rotation after the years? Like, have they like what? Um, mine is uh keeping up with the cranks or. I've never enjoyed that movie. I like for the first couple years, the wife, wife and I watched it. it. And then last year we watched it and we were mad. We were mad at cramps, cranks. What do they call it? The cranks. Christmas, the cranks. Yeah. Okay. And I'm just like, you're just being bitter. Like these people were trying to give you a nice Christmas and you're just being bitter assholes. That's when I was like, take this out of the rotation. I stopped. I, I, 
I don't tell my kids and stuff they can't watch Elf, but I don't like watching. Yeah, Elf we anymore. said it so many times on this podcast. I just like I'm at the point where it's like I I get it. It's a cute little Christmas, but, but like it's not that fucking great, people. Like I'm sorry. <laughs> And I love Will Ferrell, dog. You know I love Will Ferrell. Right. Like Anchorman, Talladega Nights, Step Brothers, all that shit. Mm-hmm. I am a huge Will Ferrell fan, but that shit just missed with me. Still, <laughs> it's still one of my most unfavorite movies he's done. I would rather watch Stranger Than Fiction with Will Ferrell than that shit. Yeah, but that's a good movie. I'd rather watch Bewitched. <laughs> okay. There than, you go. There you go. Then Elf. Wow. But, uh. Yeah, it's just a little stuff like like Nightmare Before Christmas. Like that's a more of a Halloween movie for me now. Like, oh, you want to hear something adorable? So, my neighbors, if you look, they have Halloween decorations and they have Christmas decorations. I thought they were just being lazy, mm. but one of our packages got delivered to them. So we like asked them, like, "Hey, did you get a package of ours?" And the lady said, "Sorry about all the decorations, but our daughter wanted to have a." Nightmare Before Christmas, Halloween, and Christmas. So we put up both decorations and we kind of left them up for her. And I was like, that is the most adorable thing I've ever heard in my life. That is cool. Yeah. That is cool. So they have both up. That is nice. Yeah. It is so crazy because, like, when you think about the year, how it goes, like, once you get past the summer, like, the rest of the year just kind of falls off. Yeah. You know what I mean? It like, does. you hit Halloween and then boom, Thanksgiving, boom, Christmas, boom, New Year's, and then, oh, shit, it's a new, it's a new year. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, I feel like the first part of the year, like January to fucking July <laughs> is like two years long. Yeah, then, it is. And then like once you hit October, it's done. Right. It's over with. I always I had a saying about this, like uh, Halloween is the appetizer. Thanksgiving is the meal. Christmas is the Christmas dessert. is the dessert. And then New Year's is the after party. Sweet. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. And I do, like, if I have to be honest, like, this is my more, I like this time of year more. I love Christmas. I will celebrate Christmas to the I was going to say, people, I, and I hate that, because I know that everybody, some people have come up different, and they've mm-hmm. had it rough, and sometimes they don't feel the spirit, and they don't like Christmas or whatever. Yeah. Um, I hate that for them, because, like, I get nothing but good things when I think of this shit, right. you know? And, and I, my love language is gift giving. Mm-hmm. So I just, this is the time of year that I can buy people a bunch of shit and they can't say anything about it. So you do, I enjoy you that. You do give very good gifts. I love, love giving gifts. You listen well to shit like that. Yeah, I yeah, love, yeah. I've noticed that. Whenever somebody says something, I put it in a file in my brain. I was like, that's a gift for the future. When you gave me the wizard on DVD, I was just yeah. like, where the fuck did you find this, bro? Like, <laughs> the internet, bro. I get it. But like, <laughs> you know me, I'm all about finding shit in the wild. Like, yeah, I get it. But. Sometimes if there's something I really want, it's I got cheating. It. It's cheating. It's cheating. You lazy cheating. fuck. Get out there and get in it. Like you gotta get in the game, bro. We don't have to live life the same. That's true. But it was still a very thoughtful, very sweet gift. Yeah. And you're right. You picked the perfect fucking gift for people. But uh Yeah, I I enjoy this time of year, man. And like it's a good excuse to to not be shitty to each other. Yeah, and that's what uh that's what I was telling somebody recently. I'm like, I love Christmas because it's the one day where people aren't allowed to say shitty things around each other. Like even on Thanksgiving, people want to get like political and shit. Oh, families, but not on Christmas. Fist fight and shit. Yeah. yeah, but not on Christmas. Everyone's polite. They put their shit aside, and it's like let's have a nice day together. Joy to the world, motherfucker. Right. Yeah. So I what agree. do you give, Bad Santa? Seven, I was five. what I got before I got here, dude. I swear to God, before I got here, it was a six two. What? Yep. That's lame. I got here. It was a six two. 
Don't judge my fucking scale, bro. Well, you're shitty at scaling, so you could give it a fucking highly recommended. Don't don't judge. Don't shit on my scale, bro. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go seven five. Seven seven. Seven seven. Seven seven. It just had to be different from what I said. No. <laughs> I would have gave it a seven eight, but you're being an ass about it. So it's a seven seven. <laughs> of course I give it a highly recommended. This is my favorite Christmas movie of all time. Of all time? Of all time. I will watch this over every like it's a toss up between this and Home Alone, but I I got I feel like Home Alone will always be number one. Yeah, but there, I lean towards this a little bit more. I I'm, love I'm not picking Home Alone only because of that fact that like that movie's been discussed eighteen thousand times. Yeah, we're not gonna bring anything new to the table. There's not a fucking thing about that movie we can talk about other than just like reliving fucking shit we love about right, it. Right. But that's why I wanted to do the Christmas month because we can talk about movies that, you know, that's what I'm really trying aren't to do. I'm trying really to give you a, in a, the and I like that too. Give people like a Christmas movie that they didn't maybe hear of. That's why I was surprised. Or they haven't seen it in a while. Exactly. I was really surprised you didn't say Bad Santa too because it is the lesser known of the two. That's true. You know? But I didn't. I don't have the same love for it that I do this one. I mean, I you wouldn't. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But like I said, the first one today watching it made me. I'm gonna watch it tonight. So yeah. You know, maybe at the end of the next week I'll just touch on it a bit. But oh, yeah. tell you what I thought about it. Um. We're doing Jingle All the Way yes. next week. Uh-huh. I'm just kidding, bro. We're doing Reindeer Games. Oh, my God. We already did Reindeer Games. It's I already give on. A shit. It's a Christmas <laughs> movie. I'm not out here playing Reindeer Games, Greg. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That actually made it into our rotation. We watch it all every Christmas now. Do you? Thanks to you. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. I love, I, I love, hate that movie. Love, hate that yeah. movie. You did? I, I hate remember. watch that movie. I remember you telling me that, like, I hate this movie so much. I think I like it. Yeah, that's 100%. I got about, like, 20 minutes of the movie. I'm like, this is so bad, I'm laughing. This is the worst movie I've ever seen, and I fucking love it. I'm not saying a fucking word until I get some fucking blueberry pies. Pecan pie. Pecan fucking pie. Pecan pie. It's some fucking hot chocolate. Yes. If you word. have not seen Reindeer Games, please watch it this season. It will make your Christmas. Gary Sinitas. Ben Affleck, it's fucking treasure. And Charlie, uh, uh, Dennis Farina, and Charlize Theron, which does not so sexy. She disowns this movie. She should. she she's like that she's is the worst good. thing I've ever done. Yeah, she's not good at it. But she can see her tits. So oh, of course that and Two Days in the Valley. I'm still gonna give you that movie one day. Two Days in the Valley. I think you should see it. You'll yeah. probably love it. Maybe it's a good movie. Big cast. Yeah. Big cast. It's like a Tarantino cast. Right. Like, you're just like, why the fuck would this guy come from? <laughs> and then, like, you figure out that I think Tony Scott did it, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, but I could be wrong. No. Fact check me comments. But, uh, yeah, I'm giving it the 7 7. And uh, it's a good Christmas movie, man. Like I said, if you're tired of watching Christmas Story and Home Alone, Every day, an elf every day. Like You know what I watched recently, though? That obviously, I, don't let your kids watch it. But yeah, it's not a kid's movie. I mean, unless much. you're that kind of parent. But um, a movie I watched recently, uh, Harold and Kumar's Christmas. I was going to pick that, dude. I don't like it as much as I remember liking it. Yeah, it's not as great. It doesn't hold up. Yeah, it does not hold up. Um, because still, the whole, There's still hilarious shit in it, but... It's not as like the other two. I just got mad at it. Like when he ruined the second Christmas tree, I was just mad. Like it wasn't even funny. I was just like, fuck you. You ruined Christmas twice. I like it just because like uh, Neil Patrick Harris had a great cameo as always. That's the best part of the movie. I Um, remember his cameo. I love the waffle bot. I thought that was great. (laughs) 
<laughs> we need that. Uh, Why is that not a thing? I love the the guy from Funny or Die. Mm-hmm. It's like his little new friend. Yeah. That he hates, but like he's just like all he's got. Right. I like him. And even uh even what you would call it, the dude from Reno nine one one, he's funny in it. Oh, oh, oh he is. Yeah, yeah. I know I don't think that that's a good joke to have a baby on drugs by any <laughs> means, but like I don't know. That's where it kind of went off the rails for me. I was just like, all right, y'all got to bring this shit back a little bit. Yeah, they, they, I just, I was getting angry. I wasn't even laughing anymore. We shoot Santa in the fucking head. That was pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) just kill me. (laughs) He's fucking Santa. That was funny. I gotta lie. Um, but But yeah, I just couldn't get into it. I turned it off. I still think the first one. Will always be one hundred percent. Yeah, uh, I enjoy Gu- Guantanamo Bay. Nah, I there's a couple been, of jokes here and there, but right? As a whole, no. I go like the best part of that whole movie is when they're chilling with George Bush, because <laughs> they go lie. They'll never admit it, but his approval rating went up five points when yeah. that movie came out yes. because they were like, if that's how he is, man, I don't even care that we're going to Iraq, dog. Like, <laughs> like he was just like, <laughs> it just made him seem like he was one of you know. An everyday guy. Right. I thought you were Cheney, man. That guy scares the shit out of me. <laughs> I think you say that at least once every podcast. <laughs> they put you in Guantanamo's. <laughs> they thought you was terrorizers. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, we're wrapping it up. Oh. So next time. Next time on, uh, yeah, Jingle All the Way. I Jingle All the Way. Shout out to Simbad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Till next time. Later. Later.